and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're reviewing Star Wars The Clone Wars. Now, when most people think about The Clone Wars, they think of the popular and highly successful TV show that ran on Cartoon Network and Disney+. The movie rarely comes to mind for the majority, but I actually saw this movie in theaters when it came out. I also collected all of the toys that they had at McDonald's when I was a kid. I, they, when I, At McDonald's, they released all the characters with like their, their ships and um, from all over the Star Wars movies, and I collected them all. And it's, I actually was more into the toys than the movie when the movie came out. So yeah, it's a little snippet about me. But let's get into the actual meat and bones of this movie. Now, this wasn't that well liked when it came out, and it still isn't. And here's one of the major problems with this movie. Most of the movie is about Jabba the Hutt's son. Anakin, R2-D2, and Ahsoka try bringing him back to his father. Who wanted to see this? Did we need to know Jabba fucks? And, you know, has made a kid? The, jo the character, Jabba the Hutt's son, is also fucking annoying just screaming and crying the whole movie. Isn't that such a great idea for a movie? You know, the whole Clone Wars wasn't covered in the movies. It, it showed the beginning of the war and the end of the war. So there's like about five or six years, I think, in between there. And the story you chose to tell was about Jabba's son. Why would you do that? That's fucking stupid. Now, I love Dave Fioli. Don't get me wrong. And this was like his first major, you know, work. And I know certain he did certain things in this movie on purpose, but that doesn't mean it's okay. Like, I'll get into one of the other things that I know he did on purpose that I, I don't get why, but I understand now. Um, yeah, it's... What the fuck? And of all things to pick, like, there's battles and wars all over the galaxy and they were like you know what we need to do one about them bringing this obnoxious child back to the father he's not Grogu okay he's just annoying and I don't like the I, I don't know it's dumb the character's dumb I, I can't believe they picked that but anyway so here's another big annoying part from this movie Anakin and Ahsoka are also annoying in this movie now, I know this is done on purpose. Dave Foley has said this many times in interviews, that he wanted to make her obnoxious. That way, you know, as they went through the show and told more of the story, you could see her character grow and her arrogance will diminish in the way she, she's, very, she's very much not a humble Jedi, and that will come later. Now, don't get me wrong. Ahsoka Tano is actually one of my favorite Jedi, and she's one of my favorite characters, especially from the newer characters. Um, but this one really annoying. Her and Anakin argue the whole movie, which is fine because, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan argue but they have, like, a charm and a wit to them where they don't yet. They're just they just annoy the crap out of you because they argue like brother and sister and it's not in, like, a ha-ha-ha like, this was written well. No, it's it's really not. It's not it's not good and it really makes you want to stop watching the movie. Now, there are good parts of this movie. I really, I really enjoy Obi-Wan in this. I think he has a really good wit and charm to him. Um, I do enjoy Asajj Ventress, and I enjoy Count Dooku in this movie. Um, there's also another annoying character they introduce in this movie. Zero the Hutt, Jabba's uncle. And he's obnoxious. He's, he's just annoying. That's all you really got to say about him. He's not in it very long, and I'm just glad he was only... He wasn't in it more. <laughs> I guess this is the best way to say about that. 
I do enjoy the animation. I wasn't a fan of it when it first came out, but it has grown to me as the show went on, so now I actually really enjoy it, and I think it works really well with the aesthetic. The music is okay. I think the music also improves in the show. The action is also entertaining. I do enjoy the lightsaber duels, specifically like the one between Anakin and Dooku on Tatooine, and the duel between Obi-Wan and Ventress. I think that the choreography that they did for it is really cool. I enjoy it. I love lightsaber duels. It's by the reason why I enjoy the prequels to the level that I do. <laughs> it's, it's part of the reason why I rewatch them, <laughs> is, is I really like to see the lightsaber duels, especially the Revenge of the Sith. So, yeah, this one's a real rough movie. And it's not that you hate it, because it's like, for someone like me, because I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I'll pretty much watch anything. I'll give anything a try if it says Star Wars in it, because I've loved it since I was born. So, yeah, I, I don't hate this movie. I do think it's the worst movie. If, if you removed the Disney movies and shows, it's for me, it's easily the worst Star Wars movie. Now, that's saying something, because this came out after the prequels, and the Phantom Menace and Tacticons are pretty rough movies. I actually like Revenge of the Sith, unironically, but, I, but it's, oof, it's rough. It's really bad. <laughs> if you haven't seen it and you're like, really? It's worse than the Phantom Menace Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Yes, it is. Very much so. Which sucks because the show's so good and I'm like, why couldn't you just do it right the first time? Which is fine. Whatever. So I'm going to give this movie a 4 out of 10. It's below average. I enjoy it more than Jack and Ghostbusters, which is why it got a 4. Because I feel like if I gave it the same ranking, I, I would feel like I'm being dishonest because I enjoy it more than those movies, but it's still a bad movie. And I probably won't rewatch it again unless I have to. So that's why I give it a four. It's a four. So I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed a bunch of other Star Wars stuff. So if you want to go check that out, I highly appreciate that. I've also done a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, I've been streaming on Twitch lately, uh, Dr. Underscore Quacker 66. But I was streaming Lego Batman. They should Those streams should still be up. I'm currently streaming Batman Arkham Asylum. So if you're interested in something like that, go ahead over there. I'm gonna, I use, mainly use it as a Q&A. So if you'd like to get to know me, hop over there and check me out. Highly appreciate it. Drop a follow. Thank you. Um, also, if you could, you know, drop a review of this podcast. So whatever streaming service you're using to listen to this, I highly appreciate it. You know, it helps, helps grow the, the podcast more. Also, it you know, lets me know how you feel about me. So it's good to know. Also, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Quacken's Movie Reviews. If you want to check that out as well, also appreciate it. That's another place you can reach out to me. So, thank you, and I hope you have a motherfucking good day. And stay tuned for our sponsor. Let's face it. We all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bullshit, just results. 
visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.